He had a dreamy, faraway look in his eyes. In his sad, insistent voice, General spoken as a maid's. Seemed the placid embodiment of some deep-seated melancholy. He was the leopard man, but he did not look it. His business in life, whereby he lived, was to appear in a cage of performing leopards before vast audiences, and to thrill those audiences by certain exhibitions of nerve for which his employers rewarded him on a scale commensurate with the thrills he produced. As I say, he did not look it. He was narrow-hipped, narrow-shouldered, and anemic, while he seemed not so much oppressed by gloom as by sweet and gentle sadness, the weight of which was as sweetly and gently borne. For an hour I had been trying to get a story out of him, but he appeared to lack imagination. To him there was no romance in his gorgeous career, no deeds of daring, no thrills, nothing but a gray sameness and infinite boredom. Lions? Oh, yes, he had fought with them. It was nothing. All he had to do was to stay sober. Anybody could whip a lion to a standstill with an ordinary stick. He had fought one for half an hour once, just hit him on the nose every time he rushed. And when he got artful and rushed with his head down, why, the thing to do is to stick out your leg. When he grabbed at the leg, you drew it back and hit him on the nose again. That was all. With a faraway look in his eyes and his soft flow of words, he showed me his scars. There were many of them, and one recent one where a tigress had reached for his shoulder and gone down to the bone. I could see the neatly mended rents in the coat he had on. His right arm from the elbow down looked as though it had gone through a threshing machine, what of the ravage wrought by claws and fangs. But it was nothing, he said. Only the old wounds bothered him somewhat when rainy weather came on. Suddenly his face brightened with a recollection, for he was really as anxious to give me a story as I was.